Hey, I'm Andy. If you don't know me, it's probably because I'm not famous. But I did start a men's grooming company called Harry's. The idea for Harry's came out of a frustrating experience I had buying razor blades. Most brands were overpriced, overdesigned, and out of touch. At Harry's, our approach is simple. Here's our secret. We make sharp, durable blades and sell them at honest prices for as low as $2 each. We care about quality so much that we do some crazy things, like buy a world-class German blade factory. Obsessing over every detail means we're confident in offering a 100% quality guarantee. Millions of guys have already made the switch to Harry's, so thank you if you're one of them. And if you're not, we hope you give us a try with this special offer. Get a Harry starter set with a five-blade razor, weighted handle, shave gel, and a travel cover, all for just three bucks, plus free shipping. Just go to harrys.com and enter 5,000 at checkout. That's harrys.com, code 5,000. Enjoy. Senior political correspondent for The Daily Beast, David Friedlander, is our guest. He's written a lot of great things that I enjoy. Jeb is a joke in Romney land. He writes, more than a pleasure to have with us, David Friedlander. David, how you doing? Good afternoon and happy new year. I'm doing great. Thanks for having me. And thank you for being uh, with us and having your photo under your uh, on top of your name uh, with your piece. I love being <laughs> able to see who wrote it. Yeah. Because well, God knows uh, what I have to reading it. There's a way to blast it out to your listeners, but <laughs> we'll have to imagine. I, I will. You have to undo the tie a little, though, for my listeners. Yeah, okay. 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 Um, you, you know, you talk about Jeb Bush and, and you talk about and question whether or not he is a strong uh, presidential candidate. Um there are in California today, where I am, and although we broadcast uh, internationally, that's my base in Los Angeles. Uh, the Republicans love to come here to get money, even though they hate liberal Hollywood and liberal California and how we're ruining the world, you know, smoking pot, hugging trees, killing babies, and all those things that we do. Um, but uh, uh, Jeb Bush, you say, not everyone thinks that he's a strong presidential candidate. Republican donors say Romney is certain that. A Bush can't beat a Clinton. But we're seeing, at least in California, a lot of former Romney donors writing checks to Jeb Bush, who hasn't officially announced that he's running. Well, yeah, I mean, and, and, and nor, nor is Mitt, right? I mean, so right. they were, I think there were probably, there were many people writing to, I mean, you know, writing checks to Jeb because he was the only game in town. And, and if it's, you know, between Jeb and, uh, you know, Ben Carson, right? Jeb's your candidate, and now that it's between <laughs> Jeb and Mitt, maybe you'll have some some folks have to make that decision. But you know, having said that, I actually think that that um, you know, I think that a lot of that money that Mitt's counting on is probably going to go to Jeb. Now, between Romney and 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 Bush, which is something I talked about uh, being the left side of the conversation on Fox News Channel this morning, talking about the field of Republicans who are you know, kissing butts in New Hampshire and getting checks right. in California and meeting with every kind of pack, pack, pack. Um, Mitt, you know, Mitt Romney is, you know, going to be, you know, landing on an aircraft carrier. They say the third time's a charm. I mean, but is it? I mean, this is a guy that couldn't win. This is a guy that was looked at as not conservative enough uh, by Republicans and not relatable by independent centrist people who didn't want to affiliate with a political organization, and many Democrats may not have been so liberal or so happy with the, the Democratic uh, nominee. Um, and again, you know, after his 47 percent, you know, comment back in the day, I mean, here, here's a guy that doesn't seem to get that you just don't look relatable to the American people. Uh, and which can be a blessing or a curse, he doesn't have the last name Bush. No, I mean, it's stunning. 
I mean, it's not like the third time is a charm. I mean, it would be like the fifth or sixth time. <laughs> yeah, technically. <laughs> won one election after 20 years of trying, essentially, right? I mean, he, he won for the governor of, of Massachusetts against right. weak opposition in a Republican year and didn't seek re-election because he would have lost. Um, and, and, you know, not only did he did he run and lose last time, but, you know, it, he was running against, I think, what, by all accounts, even, you know, Reince, Reince Priebus and, and Republican mucky mucks think was, was, a, was, a, was a clown car of a... Of, a, of, 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 of an opposition, and he couldn't put them away until when was that? Late, you know, late spring. Um, so yeah, I mean, this is a guy w- with some issues, not just with Republicans, but you know, in, in in the country. But hey, you know, he wants to be president, and th- there's only one way to do that. Yeah, most most definitely. Uh, you know, there are just so many people out there uh, in in the field, and you know, we're, we're just talking about two, but these are. Two big names. Name recognition is a big deal. And there are people out there that don't want to see a Bush again. They don't want to, you know, constantly see uh, the family. There was already daddy and son. They don't want another son. But then there are those that are very happy with the Bushes, and they think if there's going to be a Clinton, why not a Bush against Clinton and love to see a Bush beat a Clinton this time around? Yeah, and, you know, I think it's an open question about whether or not that is actually how voters are going to sort of think through this, right? I mean, whether whether they're thinking about this in terms of legacies, 90s versus the 2000s, Clintons versus Bushes, or whether they're not sort of thinking these are, these are the candidates, these are my problems, these are how they're addressing them, this is the party they're a part of, that kind of thing. Um, and, you know, I, 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 I don't think there is an answer to that quite yet. I mean, it is obviously – uh, says I think it's a little maybe depressing about the state of our democracy that they keep names keep coming up, but whether or not that you know that matters in the end, we'll have to see. Even Romney doesn't think a Bush can beat a Clinton. Obviously, he has very different reasons for saying that than I and others on my side of the table. <laughs> right, right. Uh, but but yeah, he I mean, said he know. said it, he said it would be foolish for the Republicans to run another Bush. Do you think that's just because you know he plans uh, to run despite what his wife has said? I'm not sure how much uh, you know power she has over him. Uh, but uh, you know. And, and do you think he sees that because he and Jeb have some similarities with regard to not being conservative enough uh, for the party, especially if you're standing on on a Ted Cruz side of the GOP? I think that I think you, there are there is a concern among Republicans you hear that in fact that if there, if it is a Clinton versus Bush campaign that you know the, the 90s do look better they were a much happier decade than the 2000s were and that and that there's just there's warmer feelings towards a sort of Clinton clan than there is towards the Bush clan um, you know I don't I think that there's a I mean I think that Mitt is kind of concerned that you know Jeb is taking up his space right i mean it's hard to imagine there being a republican primary with the both of them and and, and them not sort of canceling each other out so to speak right i mean if there's something that creates a, a sort of out of left field gop nominee i think it's because you have sort of two center right two establishmentarians you know bashing each other in Oh, no, definitely. Uh, you know, I, I, I hear you, although I get popcorn and like to watch things like that. Oh, God, yeah, um, me too. Yeah, you know, it's fun. It's fun to watch. But the uh, when you these guys have a lot more in common than they want to admit because, you know, you were talking about what did, what did Romney win? He was a governor. Well, Bush hasn't run a competitive race since 88, and that's when he was elected Florida governor. And uh, you were right, and I agree with you 100%. That's a lifetime ago in politics. 
Yeah, and I mean, it's going to have to see how sort of nimble Jeb is, right? I mean, on his feet and out out on the hustings. I mean, you know, not only has he not run a competitive race, he really hasn't been in that kind of political back and forth since leaving office. And that was, I think, that was 2006, right? Um, we don't know how he's going to do. We don't know how his team is going to do. Um, I mean, a lot of people talk about, you know, how, how sort of flat-footed Hillary was uh, last time. And, 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 I mean, you compare that to what, what Bush is entering, where they've really been outside of the political process. I mean, he's done a couple campaign events, but he hasn't really, you know, met the press, so to speak, uh, even as he's been rolling out rolling out this campaign. Um, so, you know, I, I, and I think ideologically they're similar, but, you know, Bush – has a problem, I think, which is that he is on the wrong side of wrong in quotes, but you know, wrong on the on the wrong side of the two most important issues to the Republican base outside of taxes right now, which are immigration and education. And, and I don't know, I don't think it's clear how he kind of gets around that tremendous stumbling block. Chris tweets. Bush for the right, Hillary for the left. If those are the options, I'm hoping for some good third-party candidates. And they're uh, not alone in, in seeing that. Wouldn't be a third-party candidate, but Elizabeth Warren. I'm not running. I'm not running. I'm not running. I'm not running. Republicans want her to run. The conservative I debated on Fox this morning wants her to run because she's too far left. And the polls show that to me, she would get clobbered against a Republican, I believe. Um, Although polls do show that she's stronger than Hillary. Do you think she really is not going to run? Of course, many liberals, very lefty liberals, really want her to run. And, you know, I don't think she has the ego. She was dragged into the Senate race, and I I think she's too far left to win, uh, uh, you know, not the Democratic nomination, but the election. I think that's right. I mean, uh, you know, a, a couple things. I, I mean, I think that she could run and not run to win, right? Which is we see a lot of people do that. She runs to to, to influence a debate. She runs for her own sort of personal career ambitions. Um, having said that, and and, 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 and you know, I, I should add, I mean, I, her denials. You're right. They they kind of mean nothing in a way. I mean, because Mitt denied it for for however long, two years, right? And then all of a sudden he's running. Everybody denies it until they're not denying it anymore. But, I mean, she's done, she just, there's just not, she's done nothing to lay the groundwork. I mean, she's all but endorsed Hillary. She's she signed on to this Ready for Hillary, um, you know, draft movement. I, I, I did a story uh, a few months ago where I actually reached out to the people that have funded her Senate campaign, and almost to a person they said, you know, Elizabeth, don't run. If you run, we're not with you. We're for Hillary. Uh, and I think that Democrats are ready. I think there's a fear, A, that, that this is going to be a really tough election for them in 2016. And that, you know, Hillary has the potential to be a path-breaking candidate. We, we kind of need to, we need to sort of line up behind her early on. And unfortunately, Democrats, whether they like it or not, need the money from the corporations. I mean, you know, even Senator Sanders said on my show, you know, I got to look. He admits that you know he's not going to take this. You know, outside. You know, uh, you know, big money. Uh, you know, big uh, corporate interest dollars. But you know, if you, if you can't play the game without doing that, then maybe you shouldn't run at all. He admitted that himself. Uh, we are going to take a break. We'll be back with our guest, and we'll be back with you. One more segment with David Friedlander, senior political correspondent for the Daily Beast. We are back. Leslie Marshall here. Welcome, welcome back. And back with David Friedlander, senior political correspondent for The Daily Beast. Uh, David, thank you for holding and uh, welcome. A lot of people uh, tweeting. We'll get to some of their uh, comments. Um, Let's talk about the field, though. First of all, 
do, do, do you re- I mean, we're a lifetime away in a sense from the election. However, it does seem that Hillary's going to get the nod for the Democrats. Anybody out there that's, you know, still in the closet, if you will, that you might think for Democrats on the left might come out one and two, uh, you know, do the polls really show her being clobbered um, as much as uh, I have found in my research, uh, clobbering uh, her being clobbered if Elizabeth Warren were to run, at least for Democrats? Uh, you, 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 I mean, sorry, uh, Warren beating her? No, uh, Warren, that Democrats prefer Elizabeth Warren to Hillary Clinton, so say. Oh, yeah, no, I can't see that at all. I mean, I don't think, I think it would be, you know, it it would end pretty quickly. I mean, there may be a segment of the party that I think prefers Warren to Hillary, but um, I think that, you know, Hillary comes in as a front runner, like we haven't seen in in recent history. I mean, if you think about the sort of various wings of the, the Democratic Party, all but, you know, the most sort of progressive wing is probably behind her. Um, and, and that wing never gets their nominee, right? That was the wing right. that Bill Bradley yep. was a part of, Howard yeah. Bean was a part of. Um, so I just, I, I can't see it. I mean, you know, I, I never think you can really predict who's going to run in an election because that ends up being a kind of personal decision and and, and who knows what goes on inside anybody's head. Um, but, you know, I think I feel more confident telling you, like, who's going to win? And and on the Democratic side, yeah, I think. I mean, Hillary seems a front-runner, like I said, like we haven't seen. And you say like we haven't seen. So people listening understand this, and it's not just coming from me because I want her as my president. I've wanted her long before now. <laughs> and I, I, I did vote for President Obama twice, but I was a Hillary gal. So, you know, so people aren't just hearing it from me, and they're sick of hearing it from me. When we're talking about, you know— that we haven't had this, you know, historically, this uh, this type of uh, strength in a candidate, uh, you know, for the Democrats. We're, we're looking at what double-digit leads, so say the polls, against pretty much almost any Republican name out there. Correct. Well, I mean, against Republicans, it gets a little more complicated, right? Uh, in, in terms of Democratic primary, we're seeing not just double-digit leads, but high double-digit leads, 30, 40 points, right? Um, you know, against Republicans, that gets a little bit, you know, a little bit fuzzier because. We don't know exactly what the climate's going to be like. We don't know who their nominee is going to be. You know, that I think still needs needs to play out. Democrats have real demographic advantages in presidential elections, which we saw in 2012. Um, I think Hillary's ability to exploit them and, and the Republicans' ability to mitigate those advantages is, is still a possibility. Um, so... You know, I don't think it, you know Hillary should measure the measure the drapes as as, as we say. For uh, candidates on the right, there are five of the most likely candidates for 2016's race uh, that are working in government already as politicians. So they have a chance to lay groundwork uh, to have uh, you know voting records and issues that they stand firmly on and against. Senators Rand Paul, Marco Rubio, Ted Cruz, and Governors Chris Christie and Scott Walker. Um, that, you know, definitely are trying to lay uh, the groundwork. So so let's look at this. I mean, first of all, if you measure it, do the governors have a tougher time against the, the senators? Uh, with regard to this, if you look at uh, Christie and Walker, they're not doing as well as they have in the past in their state uh, as, you know, as, as far as successes have gone in the past with them at the helm in their states of New Jersey and Wisconsin. I think they absolutely have a hard time. I think that's, that's a really good point because, you know, governors have to manage things in a way that that the senators do not. So, uh, you know, uh, Walker, for example, has said that he's no longer going to sort of target the, the unions in Wisconsin, right? 
Um, and he probably, for reasons about having to do the state budget, have to do the state politics, have to do the legislature, he actually probably there's no way for him to do that. If you're in the Senate, I mean, you can just kind of make a speech in the well of the Senate and slam whoever you want to slam and propose whatever you want to propose, and maybe it goes nowhere. But then you're kind of not responsible for the consequences of it. Um, now, having said that, I mean, you know, Republicans say they prefer governors to senators, um, but who knows? Once you know you're able to sort of vote for anything as a senator versus have to actually accomplish something as a governor, wh- how much that will matter. And also, these Republicans have an advantage being in a majority House and Senate, uh, now a Senate majority, right. uh, Republican, uh, you know, Congress. Right, right. I mean, I, I just think, look at what made heroes out of some of these guys who were thinking about running for president, right? Ted Cruz and Rand Paul, It was they were shutting down the government, they were kind of giving these speeches. None of that accomplished anything, but it made them heroes to the Republican base. Um, in, in a way, when you're governor, you just don't have that luxury. You actually have to make sure that the sort of government opens tomorrow. It's, it's entirely on your shoulders. Very, yeah, very, very different. Um, speaking of different, the candidates might be Republicans, but they have very different ideas of what the Republican Party should be and how this country should be run. If you look at a Rand Paul or a Ted Cruz uh, compared to a Chris Christie or a Jeb Bush or Mitt Romney, and then a Marco Rubio somewhere, you know, in, in between, and on various issues, whether it be uh, immigration or Common Core, Cuba, uh, the list goes on. Um, we're seeing fragmentation in the House. We've seen that at the beginning for those that, you know, stood apart and would not vote uh, for Boehner. Um, do you think it'll be more difficult for Republicans as voters to get around a candidate? Because whoever that Republican candidate will be, as we've seen in the past, may be perceived by the very conservative faction of the party as not being conservative enough. Or if it is a conservative uh, member of the party who is up there on uh, that, you know, GOP draped in red stand, others who are more moderate, uh, especially in social issues, you know, may not turn out to vote. Possibly. I mean, I guess uh, that's hard to predict. I, I, I tend to believe that the party kind of comes together on these things, uh, you know, at the end of the day. I mean, if you look at 2008 on the Democratic side, right, I mean, hard to imagine a split that cleaved this sort of party in half quite like Obama-Clinton was that year. But at the end of the day, all those Hillary voters, as you yourself said earlier, kind of came home for Obama, right? Absolutely. Uh, yeah, and so you know, I don't. I, I kind of think that Republicans will will end up, you know, making amends at the end of this. What I do think is sort of interesting, though, is that you could have a Republican winning the nomination with a very small percentage of the of the of the vote, just because there's so many candidates. Maybe it won't take that much this year to actually be the nominee in terms of how many total votes you get during the primaries. That's a an excellent, excellent point. Uh, last but not least, um, you uh, do you feel it'll be a Hillary Clinton, uh, Mitt Romney ticket in 2016? Uh, yeah, a Clinton Romney battle. Um, not ticket. Yeah, did I say ticket? Sorry, God, I have to have another coffee. Battle, yes. Yeah. Um, no, yeah, no. I mean, a, a battle. Yeah, I don't. I, yeah, I just can't see Romney. I have a really hard time believing that they go back to the Romney well again somehow. Um, you know, I, you know that piece I, I wrote that we talked about at the top. I mean, that was about sort of how Romney views Jeb's vulnerabilities. I didn't really able to get into, you know, Mitt's vulnerabilities, which are legion. 
Yeah, very true. Very true. Hey, David, thank you for being with us. I think it was your first time, and and uh, I'm you know I'm glad we're past the first date broken virginity stage. And I think we, I think we, I think I will go out with you again. Okay. Well, um, um, I, I I stand I stand ready. Okay. So, awesome. Anytime. Thank you. Thank you. Oh, David, that could have been so bad. I stand ready. I'm leaving it. I'm not touching it. All right. David Friedlander, he's a wonderful senior political correspondent for The Daily Beast. Check them out, thedailybeast.com, and follow him on Twitter at Friedlander, F-R-E-E-D-L-A-N-D-E-R.